The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Time for the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, live from the Battery Atlanta. You might be listening on 680 or maybe 93.7. Perhaps you're streaming at 680thefan.com. You can click and watch. Or on that mobile app brought to you by Beaver Toyota of Cumming. It's driven by Beaver Toyota of Cumming. Let them wow you. And the gang's all here. Road Dog feeling better today. Back in the house. Derek Thomas ready to roll. And so is your host. I say let's get started. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, Atlanta Hawks, they're done. Stick a fork in them. 23 games remaining in the season. We may as well go ahead and wave the white flag. As our lame duck head coach says, we are mentally and physically fried. Allow me to count the reasons why the Hawks are toast. At the trade deadline, we cut salary. Coach McMillan looks defeated. The team defense is non-existent. Last two games, we've allowed 133 points a game. Last 10 games, we've allowed an average of 118 points a game. I think it is in two words, that sucks. Our star, Trey Young, is frustrated. The Trey Young-DeJounte Murray pairing has been a failure. We couldn't give John Collins away. Publicly, he's been on the market for two years now. The general manager got relieved of his duties earlier in the year. The front office is a mess. The Hawks, as constructed, are done. You know it. They know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. And there's the big take today as we get started. Well, tell us how you really feel, Buck. Come yeah, on. I mean, that's the way I see it, my goodness. I mean, this idea that we're going to hang around and then, you know, we're going to rest up during the break and we're going to come back gangbusters. Uh, we're going to uh, move up in the east, get a better seed, and we're going to make a playoff run. I mean, who? <laughs> I mean, who's buying it? I can hardly watch it. It is uh, it is a bad situation. Look, that's there. two games in a row that they, they pulled the no show. Yeah, yeah, that they didn't lead at, at any point and just played very little defense. Hard to watch. Didn't shoot well. Yeah, yeah. And yet there's still uh, people out there, fans that have hope. We're going to put it together here at the end of the year. Make I think it's run. because we see the talent. We know the talent that's on the team. We know what they're capable of. But yeah. obviously they're a middle there's of the road. some chemistry missing. That's probably a good point, Buck. Yeah. 
And it all starts up top, not with Trey, but with the front office. I'm not, I don't have confidence that we're going to be able to shake this. But we'll see. Pulling for him. But uh, no hope, really, about that. Big news coming down yesterday as we were uh, all over it here on the show. We'll continue with it today. Smart offensive coordinator hire for Smart. In fact, I'm giving Bobo stepping in a grade of A++. Todd Monken has left the building. Now, can you imagine leaving the classic city for Baltimore? I mean, what's up with that? That That's wanting out, man, is what that is. Now, I've got three reasons why Monken jumped. Three years is about as long as Todd has stayed anywhere during his coaching career. Perhaps he's just restless. Number two, well, he doesn't have to recruit in Baltimore. And then number three, Kirby's management style with the OC has been over the top. I mean, let's be honest here. Trusted sources told me Monken didn't appreciate his hardline in-your-face style. Mike Bobo, by the way, is the perfect fit to take over this offense. He knows the personnel. He knows the league. He knows how to handle Kirby's yelling and screaming at the offensive coordinator. And when you were a friend and a former teammate, you can scream right back at him. As an added bonus, Bobo can coach up quarterbacks. He can also recruit at a high level. A smart hire by smart as the Bulldogs turn the page and move on. More Thank on you, this Bob. coming up a little later in the show as we talk about who Mike Bobo's quarterback's going to be. But uh, Todd Munkin leaving Athens for Baltimore. I mean, that, that, that's the, the shocker to me. And I know the, uh, the pay can't be a lot different. I mean, Georgia was prepared to pay him about $2.5 million this year. Buck, I thought about something yesterday. Um, obviously, we've talked about how Todd Munkin has jumped around his entire career. He's called place here. Yeah, about every three years go, gone. Then he goes and calls place somewhere else, right? So he, there, it wasn't like he was going to stick around here for five, six, eight no, years or anything Kirby like that. that. Now, is there a chance if it works out, if Mike Bobo does a great job? If he will. Th- there you go. A++ from Buck Ballou. Isn't this, I mean, how long will it take before Mike Bobo would, would eventually think about being a head coach somewhere? Or is this the kind of job that he likes? Because he's a, he's a damn good dog through and through. Obviously played there and been there for a long time. Is there a chance he, he works alongside Kirby Smart for the next four, five, six, seven, eight years? Yeah, I would, uh, I would go with that. Yeah, no doubt. He's done the head coaching thing. And I just mean, though, that offensive coordinator job has been has cycled through really ever since Bobo left. Yeah, We've had a I new one every two uh, or three years. Kirby's hard on these guys, so, man. Well, Bobo and Kirby know each other very well. Is there yeah. a chance that this could be a long-term relationship, I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah, I believe it would be. And that is the hope. So finally, maybe some more stability. You know, when you're, a, the a, again, when you're a good friend, when you're a former teammate, you can scream right back at him and still maintain your job status. The mutual respect, yeah. right? Yeah. There is. Uh, there, there's some give and take that is allowable in that situation. Whereas maybe some of these other guys that have been sitting there, Jim Chaney, boy, Kirby was, you know, there was a, a day and time where he was screaming into that headset during game day up to Chaney up in the press box. And I bet Chaney had to take the headset off. And then with Coley, there was a lot of screaming and hollering going on. So, yeah, I think that was part of the deal, at least a trusted source.
has told me that was part of the deal. And again, I mean, the inconsistency is an odd offensive coordinator. It really goes all the way back to the end of Mark Rick's tenure. Again, ever, ever since Bobo's left, I mean, how, has there been a coordinator that's been here longer than three or four years? Well, look, they uh, under Kirby, so successful back-to-back national titles, it's just normal for a coach now to get other opportunities. Exactly, and hopefully to that's advance his career. Is that this could? I'm not saying this is the the you know the finish line for for Mike Bobo. But I imagine this is a good job, and this is what he wants. Well, he's back home. Exactly. And Working you could see for him. his buddy and his former teammate. Couldn't get any better than this. Just, you know, not always going to be looking for the next job is what I'm saying. Maybe really happy here. And, look, I'm not sitting here to criticize Kirby Smart. I mean, obviously, I've got great respect for what he's done, great respect for him as a coach. But I do see the fact that as a, an offensive coordinator, it can be uh, a little trying when you have the head coach screaming and hollering at you during the game. And uh, some of these guys just aren't built to handle that. Hey, golfers, man, we're going to be teeing it up soon. You're going to be a part of it. The Fan and Bears Best Atlanta are here with an invitation for you to come kick off your golf season with the Tilly Dip Open, benefiting First Tee Metro Atlanta, building golf changers by empowering kids and teens through golf. We'll tee it up Friday, March the 10th, 12 noon, with a shotgun start. Your foursome includes green fees at one of Metro Atlanta's finest courses, post-round trophies, great raffle prizes, and, of course, the best chili you're ever going to taste. But don't wait and risk missing the first big golf tournament of 23. Book your foursome today at golfnow.com. Go to bearsbestatlanta.com. That is my golf course. That's where I play my golf And I have been a uh, tremendous fan of Bears Best Atlanta for a couple of decades now. So Chili Dip Open benefiting First Team Metro Atlanta Friday, March the 10th at uh, Bears Best Atlanta. Brought to you by Bears Best, Harris, Cherokee Casino and Resort, Hennessy Jaguar, Land Rover Gwinnett, Kroger, Beaver Toyota, Anderson Power Services, and your good friends at Tito's Handmade Vodka. All right, coming up on the other side, man, we're talking Braves. And and I've made a promise to you, the listener. I'm talking Braves every single day this month. And next month and the month after that, the month after that, right on into the postseason. Got another storyline we're going to hit. And uh, plus, also coming up next, the, the quarterback club. So go find the shades because we go into the club with the shades on, brother. And I'm going to tell you the top five quarterbacks in the world today coming out of this football season. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business. And it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
boy Blue here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. I hear that from time to time. Hey, Blue! I'm good with that. A lot of folks around here like to make two syllables into one, you know? Yeah, a lot of teammates through the years have gone with that. Hey, what Blue! Up, Blue? What's going on, Blue? Blue, you're my boy. Yeah, I like to hear that one. It's old school, but yeah, you're, you're also my boy, Bob. I appreciate that. And we appreciate the listeners out there hanging out Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. If you miss the show, no worries. Just listen to the Buck Blue Show podcast. And uh, listen anytime, anywhere. Made a promise to the listeners out there. We're talking Braves every day. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. And we are hitting today. Storyline number 12 for the Atlanta Braves. Number 12. Can Kyle Wright run it back? Because he's coming off a breakout season. Good Lord. Remember last season when I said that Kyle Wright would win more than 12 games? And, you know, basically I heard a laugh track. Hey, Blue, you crazy, man. Kyle Wright not winning 12 games. Yeah, well, actually won 21. So I think the laugh's on you. As it turns out, last season, tremendous breakout season, 30 regular season starts, 19 of them were quality starts, six plus innings, three runs or less, 21 and five, ERA of 3.19, career high 180 innings last year, struck out 174, the highest K rate for Wright, his career best, the K rate 23.6%. Dude had it going on. Postseason start. Remember that one? Six innings, two hits, no earned runs. Struck out six, walked one. Tremendous. Rediscovered his confidence with a a good start out of the gate last season. Now, let's look at his stuff. He's got that plus sinker, heavy sinking action, and that sinker is rushing up there at 94 to 96. One of the harder thrown sinkers you're going to see in baseball. But he doesn't just have the the plus sinker. He's got the plus curve. And that's also thrown very hard when you look around the league. He's throwing it more, too. And I think that was one of the big reasons why he broke out last season. This pitch is so effective that he threw it more. A usage rate of 33% with a curveball. And, boy, that paid off big time for him. You know, I remember being a uh, professional minor league player and facing some pitchers that had a really uh, good hard curve. And it just felt like halfway to the plate, that curveball was was picking up velocity. Uh, They're really messing up your timing. Had to uh, look like that at the plate last year for a lot of these hitters. He also has a four-seam fastball that sits at 95, located that pitch a lot better in the zone last season, uh, up in the zone, and throwing it consistently right at the edge of the strike zone. Got the change up. He increased that 
usage last year, too, that just dives down in the strike zone like a good changeup will. Also has a slider. So he's got five quality pitches as an assortment that he's mixing in. Now, last spring, Kyle Wright's goal was to just earn a spot in the rotation. Tired of being in AAA. Didn't want to go back to the minor leagues. Well, he not only earned that spot in the rotation, he ended up winning 21 games. So this spring, what is the goal? I believe it's to solidify a spot at the top of the rotation and prove, ultimately prove that he's not a one-year wonder. My prediction this year for Kyle Wright, he's going to continue to perform at a high level. I'm I'm thinking 15-plus wins this season, and much of the time you'll be talking about having two aces at the top of the rotation with Max Fried and Kyle Wright going 1-2. Go get him, Kyle Wright. Man, that was awesome last season, what he was able to do. Five quality pitches. The guy's full of confidence now. I think we we can expect more of the same. Go get him, kid. He is looking good. And that's us chopping it up for you, talking Braves baseball. I promise. We'll talk Braves every day on this show. And I want to alert you, got a uh, episode 81 of Bucks Beat. My podcast dropped yesterday afternoon, and the podcastpark.com brought to you by Associated Credit Union. Episode 81, more on the Braves and the uh, storylines that are going along with the team. And Jeff Francoeur joins me to help me break it down. You can find that right now, episode 81, Bucks Beat with Jeff Francoeur. And here's a taste of it. Uh, we got Frenchie. I got him uh, talking about we're both outfielders. And so I asked him about Acuna getting that 100% grade from the doctors as far as the knee goes and then playing in the WBC. While I have you on, man, I got to ask you about Acuna. Doctors have given him a clean bill of health with the knees at 100%. Now he's decided to play in the WBC. What's your take on this? You concerned? Not at all. First of all, I love that he's already at camp. I think that's a big thing because I think that's him getting there, wanting to, to get going quick. I had this talk with a lot of different people. Position player-wise, but I don't mind guys playing in the WBC. My next-door neighbor, Mark DeRose, was managing for Team USA. And he's like, position player-wise, man, I've had no problems. You know, I got Nolan Arenado, Goldschmidt, McNeil, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts. I got everybody I need. He's like, the hard part is finding pitching because of the arm. So I have no issue with Ronald. If anything, I love the idea that he's going to get 30, 40 meaningful at bats going into the season. Man, I'm all about it. I have no worry. He's young. I think his knee's great. But like I said, more importantly, I love that he's at camp about a week early. Yeah, so we're all good there. I felt the same way about Ronnie playing in the WBC. I, I like it. He's 100%. Why hold him back? He wants to play. Let the man go out there and play. Go get it. Now, I also asked, asked uh, Frenchie about his new partner in the TV booth. Uh, Chip Carey has moved on to St. Louis. 
Here's what Frenchie had to say about that. All right, so I had Chip Carey on recently to say goodbye to the Braves fans. Now with the Cardinals, you'll see him early in the season, I, I would imagine. So what's it going to be like up there in the booth doing the TV gig without Carey next to you? Well, I know this. we got to St. Louis. I'm going to stick him with a nice bar bill uh, one night. I can <laughs> promise you that, <laughs> you know, at the Ritz there. But, no, I, dude, I tell people all the time, Chip was a – he called my first home run, Buck. You know, I mean, he's a part of one of my greatest moments in sports. He was such a joy to work with. He was easy. Things happen, and, and he's gone. Uh, I can promise this. I've had people ask me, you know, would you move by, over to the play-by-play? And I said, not a chance in heck. <laughs> you know, and you know you know the real word I use there because I said, when football season comes in September, I got to be able to lock in and watch, watch a football game, one of those SEC games at 7 o'clock. So it's not going to fit with me, but... You know, look, uh, we'll still wait to see who I'm, you know, going to get at some point. But, you know, I know they'll do a good job, and I'm happy for Chip. Yeah, so uh, Frenchie fired up. By the way, we thought Frenchie was going to be working with Tom Hart, who many of you know very well was once the uh, on-the-field reporter on the TV side and has gone on to fame and fortune with the SEC Network and ESPN but apparently Tom Hart will not be getting this job next to Frenchie. We got some news just dropping, DT. Yeah, we're just finding out. Uh, we know our next Braves play-by-play guy on the on TV will be Brandon Gauden. Um, you might recognize that name. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's Gauden. Gauden, G-A-U-D-I-N. Brandon, going to be the new uh, Braves play-by-play guy. He used to call Georgia Tech football and men's basketball, so a lot of local folks might recognize that. Uh, he's been working with a Big Ten uh, network and Fox, and also apparently the voice of Madden, NFL, uh, the NFL game ever since 2017. So maybe some younger folks will recognize that that, that voice as well. But that's your uh, that's your new your new man, your replacement for Chip Carey. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. Are you looking for that perfect gift to celebrate the dogs taking home the natty? Well, look no further than Hex Head Art, made by uh, made in the USA and hand painted. Hex Head Art is officially licensed. MLB, collegiate, NFL, NBA, NHL, military items that are perfect for your fan cave. So if you want to go high-end, go to HexHeadArt.com and be sure to check out the new Georgia Bulldogs, National Champions pieces, and all the other amazing Braves, Falcons, Hawks, and United pieces. Uh, be sure to use the promo code THEFAN for 10% off your purchase. Go to HexHeadArt.com and upgrade that, that man cave. Do you have your shades on? A little overcast today, but, heck, if you wear them in the club, you can wear them during the day. Shades on in the club. Shades on in the club, brother. And today, Blue's got his top five quarterbacks in the world coming off the football season. Up top, you know the drill, Patrick Mahomes. Number one quarterback in the world today. And, boy, he had a big time yesterday. What's up with these quarterbacks getting hammered on the championship parades? Mahomes addressing the fans uh, yesterday with a tall boy in his hands. Looked like he was having fun. Look on an injured ankle. He showed off his in-the-pocket skills against the most dangerous pass-rushing team in the National Football League. He didn't get sacked once. 
rates out total QBR number one in the NFL, number two in quarterback rating. He's the best of the best in 2023. I think you would all agree the number one quarterback in the world is Patrick Mahomes. Number two, we may not agree on this one. I'm going Joe Burrow. Took the Bengals on another Super Bowl run. He's a guy that gives you the impression that he's in complete control. Manipulates the pocket as well as any quarterback in the league. Meaning he can slide and move in the pocket with his eyes still downfield. Throw an accurate football, take the shot, get back up and come back and and do it again. He leads. He's accurate. Joe Burrow is amazing. I've got him as the number two quarterback in the world today. Look, I'm a big Joe Burrow fan, probably the most confident quarterback in the league, but without turning, he's not, he's not, you know, a Brett Favre type gunslinging guy that just turns the ball over all the time, but he knows he can make any throw. Yeah, there's every, everybody on that Bengals roster, total confidence in Joe Burrow. He's a championship quarterback, as Coach O used to say. All right, number three. I'm going Jalen Hurts. Polished. This guy has worked overtime on his skill set. Polished it up. Highly skilled. Is there another quarterback in the league as skilled as Hurts as far as being able to do everything that you could ask a quarterback to do? Do you need him to run it? He can run it. Do you need a first down? He can sneak it. Do you need the ball thrown short, intermediate to deep, accurately? He can do that. Advanced analytics say that Hertz is number four in the world. I say he's number three. Number four, Josh Allen. That's where I thought you were going, Buck, when you were saying the complete skill set. The only other guy I think that, that you could argue has that complete skill set maybe is Josh Allen. Josh Allen, a beast. Look at the total QBR. He's number two in the world. Number two behind Mahomes. Number eight in the quarterback rating. This guy throws the ball as hard as any quarterback in the world today. And sometimes in Buffalo, when that wind's blowing, when it's cold, you got to fit it into some tight windows. He might be the only guy that can fit it into some of those spaces. Tough competitor, too. I mean, this guy, he... Uh, He risked injury every single game, putting his body on the line with no hesitation. Downgraded Josh a little bit because of the turnovers. He's got to take the foot off the accelerator a little bit, and then he's back into the top three in the world. But today I've got Josh Allen, number four quarter, number four rated quarterback in the world today. Number five, plenty of competition for number five. I settled on Stetson Bennett. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm going Justin Herbert. Here's a guy that can see the entire field. Talk about arm talent. Other than Josh Allen, I think he's got the strongest arm in the league. He's mobile. He can move around. And he continues to upgrade his performance level. If they get him a few more weapons out in San Diego and protect him a little better, I think he's a guy that can move up also. Shades on in the club. 
under consideration. I like where Trevor Lawrence is going. He's on the fast track to, to success. But uh, there you go. There's my top five in the world today. Is it is it kind of refreshing for you, Buck, to make a list like this and not have to include the likes of uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? Because they were on these lists. It's you, a whole whether new you world. wanted to put them in there for, what, 10, 15, 20 years. It's a whole new world. There's no doubt about it. I've got Mahomes 1, Burrow 2, Hertz 3, Allen 4, Herbert 5. That's the way I see it. What about you? Think everybody sees it that way? Well, not likely, but I liked your list, Buck. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I not everybody's going to agree with everything, obviously. Yeah, That'd nor, be do I, nor do I want them to. But that's the way I see it. And, man, I'd love to sink a couple of putts and be driving a Porsche. And right now you got a chance. It's back. 680 the fans putt for a Porsche. Thursday, February 23rd from 2 to 6 at the PGA Tour Superstore in Kennesaw. That is your first opportunity, first chance to sink a putt and get qualified to win a 2023 Porsche Macan at Hennessy Porsche North Atlanta. Finalists will also receive a classy timepiece from Brown and Company Jewelers, regardless of the putting outcome. And all 16 grand prize qualifiers receive a Mizuno M-Craft putter that's valued at $300, and you get a PGA Tour Superstore gift card. First chance to qualify coming up Thursday, February 23rd from 2 to 6, PGA Tour Superstore, George Busby Parkway in Kennesaw. And all this is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. Hennessy, Porsche, North Atlanta, Brown and Company Jewelers, and Mizuno. For more information and official rules, visit 680thefan.com. Now let's get to the roundtable. Is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, 45, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Time for the roundtable, and number one on Mike Bobo's list is to make sure that upgrade of the salary is set up at the bank. It's going to get a huge pay raise going from an analyst to the offensive coordinator. So you got to make sure that's going down. Number two on the list is you've got to coach up these, these quarterbacks. All right, there'll be a huge quarterback competition that will get underway this spring. And we'll be on it here on the Buck Baloo Show. We're going to be on this topic, man. Who's going to replace Stetson Bennett as the Georgia Bulldog quarterback? You got Carson Beck. You've got Brock Vandegriff. You've got Gunnar Stockton. And Mike Bobo's going to be coaching all these guys up. There's going to be a change in the skill set of the Bulldogs quarterback. And I'm sure Bobo's going to catch some criticism because of it. You had Stetson Bennett. Uh, that had Stetson played the game like some of the highlights I saw of Fran Tarkenton in the NFL, where he's just running around and nobody can lay a hand on him. Well, that skill set's going to change. 
And so Mike Bobo getting ready to get these dudes coached up, and uh, we're going to get this competition underway. Yesterday, I had former Bulldog quarterback Aaron Murray on the Buck Baloo show, and we talked about Munkin leaving and Bobo taking over. And I asked him about the quarterback change with Bennett leaving. Here's what Murray was saying about Carson Beck. Carson is athletic. You know, I don't want people to think like Carson is like Tom Brady back there. I remember the first time I saw him in the spring practice a couple of years ago, and he was booting to the right and left, throwing on the run. I was like, man, that kid looks smooth. You know, he's not as twitchy as Stetson, where Stetson could pull it down if nothing was there and take off and get 15, 20 yards. Like, you know, Carson's capable of, of getting yards with his legs. I think he's more than athletic enough to be able to put him on the move and run and, and move the pocket to create new launch points. Like, I think that's fine. Like, I just want people to understand, like, he's not a statue. We're not getting some big-arm quarterback that's not going to move off his point on a three- or five-step drop. Like, Carson is way more athletic than a lot of people will give him credit for because they're going to try to compare him to Stetson's. I, I, like I said, I think you're going to see a lot of the same stuff when it comes to the play action, bootlegs, half rollout, set up over the tackles, you know, launch the ball down the field type of offense. Yeah, and I would agree with what uh, Aaron Murray was saying uh, for the most part. But we're talking about a guy that is six foot four, maybe six five in cleats. And so he's a guy that can see the entire field where Stetson, you know, the middle part of the field between the hashes, not something where Stetson was comfortable. Uh, his vision was blocked because of all those big linemen. You got uh, Carson Beck, 6'5", and Cleese is going to be able to see the entire field and work the middle of the field from the pocket a little more often. Carson Beck's a guy that has worked tremendously hard on his mobility and his ability to get outside the pocket and make some throws on the run. But he is not a guy that's going to pull it down and make things happen like Stetson Bennett did. For the most part, he is a pocket passer. And I think we're going to see Mike Bobo, if Carson Beck wins the job, you'll see more of the in-the-pocket passes coming out of this Georgia Bulldog offense. Now, could it be Brock Vandegrift that wins the job? Absolutely. And he is a guy that's improved tremendously since he stepped on campus. Tightened up his delivery. Ball gets out a little quicker. He doesn't scramble uh, the first sign of pressure in the pocket. I've seen him the little bit I've been able to see over there at practice. And in some of these scrimmages, he does a better job of staying and manipulating the pocket. And he's a guy that can move around a little bit. I'm a big fan of Gunnar Stockton. And I know he's probably third on the depth chart. But he's a guy I think that, uh, you know, there's a chance he could take over this job and run with it. A uh, very versatile quarterback. Guy that is a nice blend of being able to stand in the pocket and throw it, throw it on the run, and then run with the football. Keep an eye on Gunnar Stockton. And this competition is going to be huge during uh, the uh, spring practice session. And I guarantee you there are going to be a lot of Bulldog fans showing up looking to see G-Day this year to get an eye and a look at these quarterbacks and what they're up to. The fans' uh, 30th anniversary, man, it's rolling on, and we're going to send one lucky winner and their guest to spring training for some sun, sand, brews, and baseball. Tune in each day on The Fan and listen for the Braves' home run sounder. You've already heard it today on this show. And that's your cue to be the eighth caller, the sixth caller, I'm sorry, the sixth caller, and get qualified to win the trip. We're going to qualify 30 people, chance at winning... Uh, you got a chance of winning the uh, weekend stay at the Wyndham Grand Clearwater Beach 
Tickets to the Braves Pirates spring training game. You're going to spend an inning in the booth with the Braves announcers. Go to uh, get $800 Delta gift card, 100 bucks to spend on whatever it is you want to spend on it. And then tickets to the home opener at Truist Park. To get qualified, just stay tuned to 680 The Fan. And we hope you are a winner. We'll come back with a top five as we round out the show today. It's the... Uh, it's your boy Blues Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Hey, it's your boy Blue Show. Well, ever since I can remember, I've been popping my collar, popping, popping my collar, popping, popping my collar. Well, ever since I can remember, I've been working these. Glad you're with me on this Thursday, February the 16th. Buck Blue Show here on the Fan 680 and 93.7. And we've got time to have a little fun today. What do you say we hit the top five, get it rolling? The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. It's your boy Blue Show. There you go. I've had a a number of people away from the station that have said, uh, man, I like that. That top five thing you guys do, you know, where the uh, the other guy comes on and he throws these things at you. Quick, hard hitting. Yeah. Questions coming for you, Buck. Uh, So good feedback there. Well, I saw something that blew me away. I don't like this at all. We have to start the top five with, um, Buck, where are you seeing people saying the dog's going nine and three next season? What are you, what's, what's your reaction to that? Well, that was on ESPN. Bill Conley. Who? Bill Conley. What? Uh, He does this where he, he takes the teams and he puts the ceiling. Okay. For Georgie says 11 and one. And then the floor would be nine and three. Okay. And I'm just, I looked at the schedule, and I've mentioned it on the show. This has got to be one of the easier schedules among the top teams in the country this upcoming season. So I I can't find three losses for this Bulldog team. I, you know, I guess at Tennessee late in the season up in Knoxville uh, would be the most likely spot to have a loss. Would it be South Carolina? South Carolina. I I mean, they ended, they improved near the end of the year last year. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Buck. I mean, you can beat the 680, the fan flag. You got to dig in that schedule to find three losses at Auburn. Yeah. 
Uh, Hugh Freeze throws some pixie dust on it or something. I, I couldn't find three losses. All right, Buck. Well, then let's move on because that's just silly. Um, moving to the pros. Funny situation we still got our eye on here in Atlanta. Calvin Johnson uh, filing for reinstatement, Buck. What's the Calvin deal? Calvin Johnson. Or Calvin Johnson. Uh, yeah, I wish. Calvin Ridley. How about that? How about oh, Calvin yeah. Ridley? Yeah, Ridley. I'd like to see both the, of them coming back. Yeah, be shoot, I, bet, I bet Calvin Johnson could still play. Buck. Oh, he retired yeah, way too early. But anyway, sorry. Calvin Ridley with the Jags. Uh, what, do you, what do you see for him? What's his future hold? Well, I believe he would be re- he will be reinstated. Sure, that should happen, right? Yeah, yeah that's going to happen. Not a big deal. And right. the uh, and as Hudson calls them, the uh, Jaguars. The wires, yeah. Yeah, the Jaguars. They need him. Trevor needs him to come back and be a big play yeah. down the field weapon in this offense. Uh, Christian Kirk has been great on the underneath stuff. He is a uh, quality option. You got Evan Ingram, the tight end. That's a quality option. But it was a patchwork there. You know, Zay Jones is is a guy that got the ball coming his way. I like ETN coming out of the backfield catching it, too. But I think Calvin Ridley could really uh, complete the weaponry for the Jaguars. Legit outside number one threat, right? And I know what Trevor Lawrence is hoping. He hopes Ridley gets the word that he's ready to go. Now, he hadn't played in two years. Yeah, that's going to take some time, right? All right, Buck. Well, that's a wild story. Give me another wild story. What's the wildest sports story you've heard this week? No, it's got to be... Uh, Georgia Tech won last night? No, LSU's no. head coach, Brian Kelly. Did you see the storyline that's been going down over uh, Oh, yeah, he's having trouble now. with his So the family, story was he? that Brian Kelly filed for divorce from his wife of 28 years. Then his two children disputed that report. Then reporters came up with a court filing showing that Brian Kelly had filed for divorce. Yeah. And now. Yeah, what is that? I haven't heard the latest. Now. Brian Kelly and his wife have reconciled. Really? Well, that's wonderful news, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably the wildest story I've heard all so week in sports. Brian, fan, or, uh, Brian Kelly keeping his family intact. That's really nice to hear. Well, yeah. I mean, you file for divorce, then you make up. Got to get those uh, court papers taken out. Yeah, kind of an awkward situation for it to come it out. It really public is. The, kid, the kids get involved and everything like that. It but, really hey, is. Hopefully all for the best. There you go. Um, speaking of uh, uncertain futures, Buck, I'll just ask you straight up. Where's Derek Carr going to end up? Well, there are a lot of people that want him. I mean, let's start right there. He's a, he's a lot an, he's of teams a legitimate out there NFL quarterback looking yep. for a quarterback, and they want something of quality. And this guy has done a really solid job. Uh, he's not one of my top five quarterbacks in the world today. Yeah, that would have gotten some reaction. But you're talking about a price tag of thirty million dollars. That's the going rate. Pretty I guess. pricey. Yeah. So I think the Jets can afford that. New York Jets is an option. Then you got... Uh, Those Jets fans are going to be mad if they end up with Derek Carr when they're expecting Aaron Rodgers. Even though, you know, the trade thing with the Saints didn't work out, I still believe that is a potential landing spot for David Carr. Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Saints. Uh, Panthers need a quarterback. You're going to go with Mayfield or Matt Corral? I wouldn't think so. So, you know, there's a landing spot for him. How about the Tennessee-Nashville uh, Titans? They move on from Tannehill. You got the Colts, the Texans, the Falcons, Commanders, all looking for quarterbacks. 
Man, I can't even begin to tell you where he's going to end up. But somebody's going to end up biting on that $30 million a year. And Carr, you know, not waving the, the no-trade clause, taking that power into his own hand. He gets to, you know, well, now being you a free agent, he, yeah. gets to, he gets to pick. Doesn't have to worry about where the Saints want to ship him off. I'd rather be on the open market myself. Not leaving it up to the Raiders. All right, but closing out top five, I hear there's some big news out of Knoxville. Fill us in. Yeah, they're going to beat Georgia this year up in Knoxville. Oh, is that the, is that the news? That's exciting. What, are we talking about football? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, apparently uh, they've come to terms, and beer will be sold in Neyland Stadium again next season. Hell yeah. Aramark, I believe, is the company that handles that. And reportedly, as I understand it, the Knoxville police had some undercover agents that must look really young. Because they, they bought some beer, and their ID wasn't checked. Ooh, yeah, that's a no-no. That'll shut you down your, your beer selling pretty quickly. So as I understand it now, Aramark will check every single ID of people buying beer. Your average 55-year-old so loves that when that happens. The line, I tell you who's not going to like it, is the people in the back of the Ex- line. Exactly, Buck, yeah. It's going to take a little longer to get through there. Bucks Top 5 on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Yeah, I think a few years ago when they opened it up and sold beer, they made almost $3 million doing that. If you're going to have a fakie, you got to have a good one. Yeah, and you got to check them, right? If the guy uh, or the lady looks a little younger like a college student, you got to make sure you check it. They, they do it when you go to the club, even when you got the shades on. All right, let's get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. Now, you know where your boy Blue's going to be this afternoon? I'm going to be watching my man Tiger Woods teeing it up on the PGA Tour. You know Tiger's 47 now? Two years removed from that awful car accident that he had that wrecked his leg and that is the problem today he's going to tee it up at 304 with justin thomas and rory mcelroy 304 this afternoon eastern time golf channel is going to have it from four to eight i'll be watching my man tiger woods walking on that injured right ankle and that's the problem uh you know he could do it one day and be fine i think it's just doing it on consecutive days or if you make the cut four consecutive days walking up those hills and down those hills out of the bunker into the bunker he said he's been pushing it he seems confident buck so we'll see how that works yeah and this golf course i think fits him pretty well i mean he can still he can still uh, stripe it so uh, we're talking about a course that has very narrow fairways small greens and he's still uh, squaring the ball off up the, off the club face. So I think that shouldn't be the problem. But I can't wait to see my man Tiger Woods back out there. And there's the final word today on the show. Again, uh, podcast Bucks Beat dropped yesterday. Uh, more look at the uh, Brave storylines with my man Jeff Francoeur. I want to invite you to check that out. That's going to do it for me. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Stay tuned for that. Here on the fan. Well, thank you, Buck. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.